listening sisters and friends. Happy International Women's Day. The timing couldn't be more perfect as we are all in such need of encouragement and inspiration. It is such an honor for me to share with you today for such a time as this. In Ecclesiastes chapter three, verse one, the Bible says there's a time for everything and a season for every activity under the sun. And we know that God is the creator and maker of time. That absolutely nothing happens outside of his control. And we know this to especially be true in the life of Esther. You know, Esther, also known as Hadassah, and a significant number of Jewish people lived scattered throughout Persia after the Babylonian exile. Although they had been granted freedom to return to their homeland, many of the Jewish people stayed in exile rather than go back to a war-torn Jerusalem. In the first chapter of Esther, Queen Vashti, who was the wife of King Xerxes, was removed as queen because she refused to submit to her husband's request to display her beauty. So the king's personal attendant came up with an idea to replace the queen. So in chapter 2, verse 2, it reads, Let a search be made for beautiful young virgins for the king. And in verse 4, it says, Then let the young women who pleases the king be queen instead of Vashti. This advice appealed to the king and he followed it. And there the search began in over 127 provinces. Esther was found in the citadel of Susa. The Bible says she was lovely in figure and very beautiful and therefore taken into the king's palace. It says that she pleased Haggai who was in charge of the harem and won his favor. It also says that Esther won the favor of everyone who saw her. And then in verse 17, it says the king was attracted to Esther more than any of the other women. And so he set a royal crown on her head and she became queen. See, God's hand is in the plan. In Jeremiah 29, verse 11, it says, for I know the plan I have for you. See, Esther's story was created and orchestrated by God. There was such a surrender, a trust, and a quiet strength about her character. How could someone who had already suffered so much trauma and loss come into a situation like this and win the favor of everyone around her? See, God had already been working in her life and he wasn't finished. And you know what? God is not finished with us either. We are all at different ages and stages in our lives. Whatever we are going through, God is allowing it. If things are going great, we need to enjoy the moment. If not, we've got to believe that God is working, especially for the good of those who love him. See, nothing happens outside of God's control. He knows the outcome of every situation. And God will never give us more than what we can bear. We can't bear to know any more than what we already know. And if we got a glimpse into the future, how would that affect our faith? See, faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. See, Esther had no clue of where she was going, but she knew where she came from, and she knew who was going to get her through to the next phase of her life. What about me? What about us? Do we trust God in this way? Do we believe that God's hand is in the plan? Do we believe that God's hand is in our plan? Are we trying to take his hand and direct our own steps? You know, 2020 was a rough year. I remember at the end of 2019, I turned 50 years old. 
and I had a huge party. And I came down the aisle at my party to I'm Coming Out by Diana Ross. But little did I know that that would be one of the last biggest celebrations of the year. I had decided that instead of going through a midlife crisis, that I was going to create a midlife Christ list of things that I want to do for God. Because I realize that when you turn 50, it's halftime. That I'm in the locker room with the Lord and I'm gearing up for the third quarter of life. And I decided that I was going to be more faithful, that I was going to grow more in the fruits of the spirit, and I was going to have a lot of fun while doing it. Our Bible talk was even called the Visionaries. We named it the Visionaries for the year of 2020. And we decided we were going to go in with 2020 vision. We made t-shirts. We came up with a song. And again, as that song says, I'm coming out. We had no idea what we were walking into with COVID and social injustice. You talk about war torn. It didn't feel real. It felt like we were thrusted into a whole new world. But so much loss. And in one way or the other, we were all mourning. We lost loved ones. We lost human touch. We lost jobs. We lost the normalcy of life. But we gained perspective that nothing happens outside of God's control. And nothing happens in our lives by accident. See, we were created with purpose, on purpose, and for a purpose. And I believe God is taking us to another level of depth. And we have to believe that God knows what he's doing. See, Esther went through some very traumatic things. But you see, God's hand was in the plan. How do we see God's hand in Esther's life? In Psalm 139, verse 16, it says, All the days for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. How do we know? Because God was directing her steps. He was intimately involved in her life. She was an orphan who lost both parents. It's so hard to imagine. But I can't think about how heartbreaking it's been to have some children lose both parents to COVID. I mean, losing any family members has been tough. But in relation to Esther, very traumatic. Yet God provided protection of her loving cousin Mordecai. He wasn't some crazy distant cousin. No, but he raised her and he taught her humility, courage, and he loved her deeply. In Esther chapter 10, verse 11, it says, Every day he walked back and forth near the courthouse to find out how Esther was and what was going on with her. See, God's hand was in the plan. You know, she was also taken captive against her will. She had no rights. When she was told to go, she had to go. And she wasn't prepping for a wedding of her dreams. She was walking into the arms of a powerful, self-indulgent man with an addiction problem. But she wouldn't be in captivity forever because God was going to use that time frame to help her to free her people. See, God's hand was in the plan. She was of the minority race. In Esther chapter 3, Mordecai would not bow down to Haman. This enraged him, especially when he found out that he was a Jew. So he went to the king and asked that they all be killed. And the king agreed. So the plan was to destroy all the Jews. And in chapter 4, verse 1, when Mordecai learned of this, it says that he went out into the city weeping and wailing loudly and bitterly. 
and sackcloth and ashes. And when Esther found out, she too was in great distress. I can only imagine what this felt like. That your family of origin is targeted for everybody to die. The hate, the prejudice, the pain. You know, when the racial tension increased in 2020, this is a lot of what a lot of us were feeling. I mean, the inner struggle, the pain. I mean, we just couldn't find the words. I couldn't find the words. But you know, crying is how your heart speaks when your lips can't explain how you feel. And we were just clinging to God. I was just clinging to God. It was so sad. And in Psalm 63, verse 8, the Bible says, My soul clings to you. Your right hand upholds. And maybe Mordecai and Esther were thinking, well, why us? Why our people? But then God knew that he needed Esther, a young Jewish girl, to be queen. And that he put her in that position for a reason. For such a time as this. You see, it was all a part of the plan. You know, she also had to hide her origin. Her voice was silenced and her, and her, and her she was trapped in her trauma until God gave her strength to speak. See, when it was time to speak, you knew that God's hand was in the plan. See, we have to change the way that we look at things and the things that we look at will change. When we see God, we see growth and every little bit counts. We have to stop thinking that we have to be 100% changed by tomorrow. Growth takes time. All we need is a mustard seed of faith. So that maybe tomorrow we might be 99% stuck, but we gain 1% of a mustard seed of faith to celebrate that mustard seed of faith. Or maybe the next day we're at 98% stuck, but we've grown by 2% in our faith. We'll celebrate that 2% of that mustard seed of faith. It's easy to see the stuck and miss the fact that you are in fact growing and changing and making progress. But all those ones and twos add value to your faith. Faith begins to grow and then we begin to see the victories. See, how else do we see God's hand in Esther's life? We see it in how God brought about the victory. We all know that she wasn't at 100%. She was merely a child. She was emotionally and physically unstable. But God helped Esther overcome fear by putting her in the situation to help her to become more confident. Her fear was exposed when Mordecai sent word that she needs to go talk to the king. And she said, if I go to the king, then I might die. And he says, well, you may die anyway. So then she decides that she's going to going to speak. Refrain no more, but speak. See, this was the moment that God had been directing her to. That victory was on its way. How did she handle that fear? She didn't fold. She told Mordecai, okay, will you go and fast and pray for three days and I'll do the same and I will go to the king. And if I perish, I perish. She went from fear to faith just like that. You know, with all the tension going on with the social unrest, 
You know, my fear kicked in in a situation with my son. He was home and had heard that, you know, one of his friends was outside and had been in a fight at the park. You know, we don't really get that much action around here. But, you know, he went to go see about his friend. And he comes and he says, Mom, we got to take my friend to the, to the hospital. And I said, what friend? He said, he's outside, he's bleeding. I said, well, call 911. So he calls 911. The cops came. There was a little bit of commotion across the street. My son was over there. But I thought, oh, no, no, no. He's got to come over here. So I said, officer, can you please talk to him over here? He was a nice man. But in my mind, I was thinking of the times. And I thought if something goes down, I'm not going down without a fight. And if I perish, I perish. Not on my watch, not today. I was ready to put it all on the line. But you know, everything ended up being fine. I was just having my moment of fear. See, Esther grew. She developed a new language. She went from if I, and I'm not sure, to I will. Because victory was right around the corner. See, what victory is God preparing us for? See, God uses our weaknesses to turn them into strength. He uses our fear to help us to grow and our trust in him. He uses our anxiety to help us to be more at peace. He uses our doubts to help us to believe. He uses our pride to help us to be more humble before him. He uses our insecurities to help us to be more confident in him. God brings the victory. He had been at work all along with removing the queen, with using the wise men for advice, with giving the attendants the idea, with the plan that Haman had that he thwarted and he ended up being killed and his sons. And over 70,000, 75,000 plus people. And then in Esther chapter 9 verse 5, we see the victory where it says the Jews struck down all their enemies. You see, all those people were involved. But God also chose a woman who had everything taken care, taken from her. Her parents, her freedom, her virginity, and gave her everything. And he used someone who, due to gender and culture and circumstance, was powerless and invisible, yet she became an incredible hero. See, not only did she save her people, but she preserved the Jewish line, of whom which Jesus was born. See, God's hand is in the plan, bigger than just her people. This was bigger than just her people. This was about all people. This was about all of us being saved. See, God brings about the victory. In Esther chapter 8, verse 17, it says, In every province, in every city, joy and gladness was among the Jews. See, they went from sadness, sackcloth and ashes, to joy. They even instituted Purim, which was a celebration, basically a victory celebration. And Purim is widely celebrated among Jews today, where they will dress up and tell the story of Esther, celebrate, get gifts. But when they hear the name of Haman, they scream loud and shake noisemakers. See, let's make a joyful noise to the Lord because of the victories. Let's decide that we're going to write down all the things that God has blessed us with through the storm. How he's blessed us, how he's helped us. Let's write it down. Let's remember how he's taken care of us through the storm, how his hand has been in the plan. Let's tell somebody about it and let's make every effort to add to our faith. As it says in 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 5, 
I had to fight hard to make every effort to keep adding to my faith. I had to study about uh, how Jesus approached ministry. I say over 75 plus scriptures about racial justice and injustice so I can surrender to his word. I looked at the crucifixion to help just to keep my heart humble before Jesus. I looked at the book of Psalms and studied all the I will statements to make a decision that no matter what, I'm going to focus on the will of God. And I also did a journal. I was encouraged to do a journal, you know, just to really learn from my own story. And at first I thought, well, I already know my story, but I was so glad I wrote it because in the end, I realized that even my own fears and insecurities that I've had in my past, that God's hand was in the plan. You see, God's hand is in all of our plans. Let's not try to take his hand and direct it for him. He knows what he's doing. He is directing our steps. And he is bringing about the victory. Let's prepare ourselves for the victory that's going to come. And to God be the glory. Thank you so much for allowing me to share and enjoy the rest of the service.